Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Kindled Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Williams, and this is the show where we talk about work, motherhood, and the grace we need for both. We are making and being made. Come join us. Hey guys, it is me, Haley Williams, your host, and today you're listening to episode 66. My chat today is with a woman named Brooke Robinson. Brooke is the founder of Be Tribal Fit, a company that builds community through fitness. Be Tribal Fit strives to attain physical, emotional, and spiritual balance together. Now, I just want to say this is not another episode on how to have balance in your life or healthy habits or even about the stresses that we endure as moms, but rather this is one woman's story about just how deep the rabbit hole goes when you open your heart up to the Lord and let him have his way with your past, present, and future. This has truly been one of my favorite episodes to date, and I think you'll see why when you hear Brooke's story and how God is redeeming it for His glory and the good of her and hundreds of other women that her business affects. So as we were trying to get started recording this episode, actually, we were encountering a ton of technical issues and thing after thing kept happening, and it seemed almost as though maybe we should try again later or um, reschedule our interview, but we decided to just push through and she recorded with some um, of her daughters, her youngest daughter's kitty cat headphones. So we were both a little concerned about the audio quality, but I think it's fine. And ultimately we realized that really this was probably spiritual warfare, trying to keep um, the truth of the message that Brooke wanted to share with you guys from, from really getting out because that uh, you know, it's, it's not one that he wants you to hear. So we decided to pray at the beginning of the episode. And I really felt that was a difference maker for the entire rest of the episode, which is no surprise because prayer does work. But Brooke is just an amazing, genuine person with a heart of gold. And she longs to see women set free. And the beautiful thing about this episode is that you're actually going to get to hear how God is doing that exact same thing in her own life through the ministry and business that he he has given her in Be Trouble Fit. So that's exactly where this episode begins is Brooke just talking about the challenges that she faces in this ministry all of the time because of the spiritual nature of uh, what, uh, what fortresses she's coming up against in her ministry and fighting against and what truth she brings um, really through the power of the Holy Spirit and through Jesus Christ. So that's exactly where this episode begins. And without further ado, I will let the rest of it come from Brooke. Here is my conversation with Brooke Robinson. I was just going to say the one thing, like the main thing that I have sensed with all of this is like Satan doesn't want it to work because it's so impactful in women's lives and lives are being changed and community is forming and it is amazing. So I'm not, I have other things going on in my life is the reason I'm like, but 
Yeah. Which are, anyway, so I just am like, this is, it's not, I'm not shocked that, <laughs> that we would have issues right now. I'm just kind of like, yeah. oh, maybe, I mean, I of haven't course. really just stopped yeah. and prayed about all of this yet today. We can pray now. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do it. Father, um, we just come to you and ask that you would bring peace and calm to both of our hearts as we are seeking to glorify you with this conversation. I pray that you would bring your spirit um, and awaken that within both of us and just bring to light the things that need to come to light and to be said and shared with this community and this audience. And above all, would you glorify yourself through our words and through this conversation and just bring your truth that sets people free, bring that, Mm -hmm. bring that truth to light. Uh, Lord, I thank you for Haley and the heart that you've given her to start this business and to reach out to other women that um, she has she has seen and witnessed you working in mighty ways. And so I ask that uh, you would bind Satan and any technical issues or my animals or headsets, just any um, issues outside that Haley and I don't have um, control over, that you would be in control of those, that you would bring peace to this. Um, I just echo and agree that the words that need to be said will be said. Just thank you for this opportunity, God, as I've been praying. Um, you've told me to pray that doors would be opened and um, to share about Be Tribal Fit. And so I am thankful and want to acknowledge you, the giver of good things. And I'm just excited to be able to express and tell your story. Amen. Amen. So, okay, Brooke, Let's do this. thank you for coming on Kindled. Uh, would you introduce yourself to the audience here who are, are listening? Yes. Hello, Haley's audience. I am so honored to be here with you guys. So yes, my name is Brooke Robinson and I am married to Finley. We have three kiddos. L is 15. Silas is... 14. They're super close. And then little May is only 10. And we live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. My husband's a pastor at Fellowship Bible Church here locally. And his main area of ministry right now is ministering to those who are like young adults. And he leads merge classes for those who are dating and thinking about getting engaged or engaged in going to be married. He takes them through eight weeks of essentially kind of marriage counseling. So we're busy yeah, <laughs> around here. So cool. Yep. That's awesome. Okay. So what does your motherhood look like? So you, you have three kids, 10 to yep. 15, you're running a business. Like what yeah. does life look like for you every day? Well, that is such a great question because I feel like as moms, our seasons change with being a mom. I remember when I first started having babies, I was a professional photographer. I kind of like to start businesses. Anything that allows me to do things that are creative, I'm like, sign Mm -hmm. me up. So, you know, early on when I was a perfect, just uh, doing photography full-time. My babies were little and I loved that outlet. And I got to kind of leave on certain evenings mm-hmm. <laughs> during the golden glow hours, as the photographer says, and go and go snap pictures of, I did all sorts of stuff. And then like on the weekends, it was so great because I left to shoot weddings and it was just my outlet. It was my out as I feel like every mom needs that. Um, it was my time with real people. It was my time to feel like a human. So I did, honestly, I was a professional photographer 
right up until I started Be Tribal Fit. And so as the seasons changed, I quickly realized just through the Lord's prompting that as much as I love photography and I'm so thankful that I know the art of using a camera and documenting people's lives, it was just time for something new. And so Mm -hmm. I can honestly say I, I always have to be doing something busy and being able to create. So my children have been raised with, with a mama who is always doing, she's always busy. She's always got projects. She's always creating projects. She's, you know, designing and very much into the lives of other, of others in the community. So I would say my, you know, just catching up to speed, my, I would honestly say that I believe that Be Travel Fit is just a better overall fit for my family. I feel like I'm really, really using, I'm finally kind of using the gifts that the Lord has given me is just, just in fitness and the joy I find in it. You know, it's funny that you just got to, as much as I love photography, I just feel like this is, this is the calling the Lord has given me. So it is fun for the kiddos to see me using the gifts that God's given me at the age of 42. I'm like, yes, I'm going to lead people in fitness. Here we go. You know? And so we talk a lot about, they hear me talk a lot about just the guys, you're not going to believe this, but so-and-so listen to this message. I just got from this person. Can you believe it? They're subscribed in India, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. doing these workouts and they've got a tribe over there. And, you know, we all just are like, It's so cool. It's cool. So my daily routine with them, honestly, I set my alarm. <laughs> I set my alarm and still get up and make three lunches. I mean, like, bless the mothers that yeah. forever make lunches. Taking the kids to school, we've got three different schools we have to drive to this year, Haley. It's just oh, like... wow. That's a lot. For the love. And you don't have any drivers yet, so they're, you have to drive them all? Exclamation point. Oh, my yes. gosh. So you're like ready for next year, right? Well, I'll be driving. I will be driving. Oh, are, that'll, that'll be life changing. Currently teaching her on a stick shift. Oh, wow. That's very bold. So <laughs> I wish someone I could have done that for me because, well, someone tried, but I failed. I still can't, <laughs> I still can't do a manual. So I grew up with one. My husband Finley grew up with one. They're super fun to zip around. I mean, Fayetteville is hilly and curvy and, you know, it's just yeah. the, the hilly part, I think is actually what freaks me out. I'm like, Oh, trying to think of her that's hard on a hill and getting yeah, out of I mean hills are especially hard when you don't really understand the yes it's such a finesse like an art learning how to drive a car that way you know and that's hard I mean we just Elle and I just talked about this yesterday I was like I'm actually growing very weary of driving there's no easy way to get to her high school it's like a good yeah I mean I say 15 to 20 minutes which really want want a lot of people drive a lot further but she, yeah, and then she goes, mom, I'm going to be helping next year. And I was like, I know. So I'm like halfway thrilled and halfway terrified. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but mostly thrilled because mama's tired. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. Right. Yeah. My kids are, my oldest is four. So, oh, so precious. I mean, just thinking about nine more years of <laughs> driving her to all the things and she doesn't even have anything now. Cause I don't sign her up for a lot, but of all I know things. that that gets to change in the next few years. With school. It is. And I am actually trying, this is funny. We're talking about this. Like I have, I've been really trying to be thankful 
for the chaos lately. And there's a lot of things I can throw in my chaos bucket, whether it's our busy schedules, because our all of our kids are in activities. I honestly feel like I'm like a social calendar for my children, like their social agent and their Uber driver. And so, I mean, I have been really trying to be thankful for this just special time that I get with them because I know it's not going to be here forever. So that's honestly, I feel like that's something I'm working on. I'm trying not to wish away these days. I mean, I remember mom saying, just wait for that time. You're going to be, you'll be in that car 24 seven. And I'm like, never. And now I'm like, (laughs) I think I'm getting back issues from driving. So much. like trying Mm -hmm. not to lean on my right arm as much and lean over in my hips to get anyways. Yeah. So you know, we're busy. We're busy, but the kiddos have always been raised with busy. And so they are, I just, I mean, I honestly just sometimes call our family, the circus family. I'm like, (laughs) welcome to the circus of the Robinsons. We have, I mean, we, we live on a house that has four acres. And so we've got a dog and cats that, you know, are running around. And just Uh last fall, we got chickens. Oh, fun. And so we got some chickens. And so it is fun. Like we're trying to, I grew up sort of the same way. And it's a good art for the kiddos to learn how to farm the land and take care of other things other than themselves. And right. Right. Yeah. That is, those are, there's lots of good lessons mixed in there. Kind of launching from there, I guess, you know, kind of talked about this a little bit just now, but how are you seeing God's grace in your life? Where are you seeing it? You know, I messaged my tribe community this morning and I told them I was not going to be on your podcast. And I said, y'all, I'm just teary over here because one of the questions is, how do you see God working in your life? And I mean, where do you see his grace? And the very first thing that popped up was the women who are subscribed, the women who are sharing their stories, the women who are connecting all over the world because they took a chance with the tribal fit and brave enough to believe that maybe community and accountability is what they need for that other aspect of health in their life. And so I'm going to cry saying this. I mean, I just was like, (laughs) oh, I want to say I'm just so thankful for y'all, like 110%. You are the grace in my life. I just, and as we get into my story as a little girl, it's truly a miracle that God could take such a crazy upbringing, use the things that were taught to me, my struggles, and then see them played out in the lives of hundreds and hundreds of women is, it's humbling. I will never take it for granted. Wow. That's so amazing. Yeah. So, okay. But I did write something down. Haley, let me, (laughs) I just veered like way off. So I was thinking about it. I mean, I was thinking that it is you know, the love of my family to walk beside me as we do this. I call it a ministry. My husband calls it a business, you know, just the love <laughs> of my family and then being able to lead other women is where I see God's grace the most. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think you veered off at all. I think you're telling the story. <laughs> so our calling is secure. You know, no matter what our work is, if your be trouble fit goes away tomorrow, your calling in the Lord is to glorify God and love others. Oh, and I love that so right? much. So it's like, even if that goes away, you are secure as a believer, but when you are really aligned and living into the passions, like you said, the skills he gives you and the specific way your story has brought you to where you are today and what you have to offer and you're leaning in and you're serving and you're, Mm. you know, in a community and you're doing Mm. all the things it's like, he literally made us for 
it's really beautiful. And I, that's when it gets, at least for me, I'm kind of an emotional person. So for me, I like experience the world through emotion. So like when I'm happy, I'm like, I'm going to cry when I'm sad, I'm going to cry, you know? So we are kindred spirits. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's, it's just evident that you are really living into those specific gifts and into the way your story was meant to serve others. Cause I think our stories are not an accident. You know, I can't wait to share. So what is your story? It is a trusting and obeying the process of the family you're born into, the circumstances that happen. What will you do with what you've been given? And then looking outside yourself to realize, oh my gosh, God has something to do through me. What is this? Let's start at the very beginning. In 1977, I was born in Harrison. Um, I only have one older sister, and she is a, let's just put her in the category of God's grace in my life. Amen. We were raised with a, I'm going to say a very fierce and not typical childhood. My dad valued fitness and nutrition so much so that it was the God of our, of our household. He was the God over us. We were in a very domineering upbringing, forced to work out, forced to eat healthy, forced. It was just forceful. It was just was not, it was not, I'm just going to say it was not God centered and living under those circumstances will definitely take a number on, on kiddos. I mean, we, I mean, even we hardly ever vacationed. I'm just giving you the big scoop of all this. Um, We hardly took vacation, but when we did, I mean, we would stop at rest areas. I mean, almost all of them, we would stop at almost all of them, (laughs) sort of, and do lunges around the picnic benches. And I remember dad lifting us up onto tree branches so we could do pull-ups. Wow. It was very, it was just a have to. And so, you know, it, as the years went by, it didn't really sink into me all of the the unhealthy views that were implemented into my sister and I. It didn't really hit me until I think I was probably around 16. Mm. And I actually developed because my parents had gotten divorced by then. And my life just felt like, what the heck? Um, This is out of control. I had I feel like a fairly vibrant, confident personality and I just sunk in. I just went inward. I was, I was just grappling and like trying to find the one thing that, that I could control or to make my life not feel so out of control. And so I did what I, what only thing I was raised with. I took fitness and nutrition and tried to make them fix me somehow. I, um, I remember just a really, I got a really weird aversion to fat, like counting my fat grams, which is bizarre. And, you know, having to exercise, not because God has given us bodies to steward well, but because it's, I believe in my heart and my mind, it's what I did to gain acceptance. I thought I had to look and perform a certain way in order to be loved. I have had to untangle so much of the twisting that I honestly feel Haley that was like, I feel like I was trained almost in a, mm-hmm. uh, a real wacko kind of military sort of way as a young girl. So I had some real struggles, 16, yeah. 
to 19. And I remember being a freshman in college and still struggling a little. I remember it easing up because the Lord had given me some really great godly girlfriends at that time. So yeah, I will just say it was, it really wasn't until I met my sweet husband where I was like, oh my gosh, I, this might be the first time I'm actually feeling unconditional love. Mm. He helped me not to look so much at myself. And I knew, I mean, I honestly knew there, this man, this man's going to love me, (laughs) not because of what I look like or how I perform athletically or what I put in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was ugly. It's not good. It was not good. And then I just think the first, I mean, I had baby number one, I got pregnant with baby number one. And I was like, I have to drive to McDonald's immediately. Like that's when I started to become like, give me those French fries. I mean, I would just, oh yeah, (laughs) feeling to be able to be like my body, you know, so that was, I just speaking my language. I had McDonald's French fries last night. (laughs) They are pretty yummy. Yeah. So I will, that's when I think the Lord was starting to break down really my, my white knuckle grip on my view of fitness and nutrition. And he actually started to bring things into my life. Like took my first group fitness class and I was like, this might be the most fun thing I've ever done in my entire life. I mean, just getting, (laughs) getting to see that fitness can be fun and it can, doesn't have to be forceful and it doesn't have to be, it's like, and then it just slowly, I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, the scales were just kind of like, just started to slowly peel away. And that could have gone a very different way. Like you could have been like so averse to fitness that you went a totally different direction. Oh my gosh. Did you feel like, do you looking back, would you say that what you experienced was abuse? Hmm. You know, it is, if we want to be completely candid, I, I have recently been doing some counseling getting counseled Mm -hmm. and we are digging into my childhood and it is most definitely Mm. it is, you know, maybe we can share another podcast at another time for that. Yeah, sure. It is. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fear. The Um, fear. We had such fear of him, you know, mm. oh gosh. So, and is your, are are you, I mean this, you don't have to get too far. Are you still, like familiar with your family and your parents? Yep. Mama, especially we just got her moved over to Fayetteville. And so, yeah, it's taken its toll on everybody. The whole, the whole upbringing in those years of, you know, living with someone like that. And I don't want to completely throw them under the bus because be tribal fit came from it. The whole sum of my whole life is, is, uh, is me getting to do be tribal fit. But that's the redemption, (laughs) you know, that's, yeah. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> um, we are, we do keep in contact with him, but I am, you know, it's just funny. And I just encourage women, you know, part of being tribal fit is not just fitness. And I am seeing the Lord, oh, gosh, excuse me. I, I'm just seeing him unravel layers like an onion, just like, it's not just fitness. It's not just spiritual. This is emotional freedom as we connect as women to um, help each other and cheer each other on to finding exactly what you were saying, finding who we are in the Lord, no matter if God takes everything, we are his child. He is our father. So I do keep in contact with him, but it is, 
I'm just currently in a real rough spot of just with all of that as we dig up more things that we yeah. ever wish we would have known. And, right, you know, right. My sister and I, like golf balls, like for eyeballs, just as we look at each other this last few weeks going, what the heck was our child? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and none of us know, none of us even know that our childhood is even weird until we get a little older. And then we're like, oh, wait, your, your family doesn't do that. Or, oh, you know, your parents do that. That's weird. Let me me say that. Oh, wait, wait, you, your dad doesn't tie a rope around your waist so you can pull him while he sprints down a dirt road. Y'all didn't do that for like (laughs) a child. Oh. it's like it's so ridiculous it's funny I mean it's, it is yeah. it is so like and honestly I just it's yeah exactly oh okay I mean it, yeah and it's it is like you know from the other angle I was just having a conversation with my husband the other night about and I'm also doing some counseling so maybe I'll say that up front but I just as I'm realizing some of the things that I still you know we 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 are who we are our whole lives like we just are bigger versions of our kids <laughs> selves you know and so it's like, as I'm realizing, oh, wow, I still am using shame-based language to my kids because that's what I, not necessarily that my parents use that with me, but like, that's how I internalized any direction for like discipline from the outside was like, you should have done better. You should have known better. I can't believe you. This is just unacceptable that you should know better. And that's the kind of thing that I find myself saying to my daughter sometimes. And I'm like, Oh God, please help me because I don't want to teach them that. I don't want to teach them that, that way of thinking and that, you know, just shame. It's like, instead of a, you know, discipline that drives you away and pushes you away versus it brings you close and goes, why are you struggling with this? Like, how can I help you? What is it that is so hard? Like, let me talk to you. Let me show you the love of God in this moment. And let's talk about the attributes and character of the Lord and how we can, have that as our vision and not like a human based, you got to hit X, Y, Z. Cause I hear you yeah. say shame. I can hear my sister say guilt and I'm failure. I am. Uh, oh God, I didn't perform. I didn't. Oh my gosh. Oh, and yeah. like now it's not, I'm not going to please my dad. It's, Oh, I messed up. Oh, I could have done so much. Like a yeah. hit yourself. I mean, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. What is amazing. I mean, it is amazing how the enemy can just get you right. And we're all made so different, but he will get you right in the core and make you feel he wants to devour. Like he just wants to devour you in your weakest spot. Right. Yeah. And, and even as I was like saying those things and just like, I don't want to raise her this way. I don't want to use that language. I don't want to like, I don't want her to be a little version of me. You know what I mean? And, And I feel like if I, if I continue on that, on that path and I, without God's help, without the Holy Spirit transforming my heart, it's like, I just realized, you know, and and of course we know this, we hear this all the time, but like our problems affect our kids because they affect our parenting. So our issues are translated. And while that, you know, I don't want to put too much burden and weight on that. It, the other side of the coin is that like God is sovereign. And so even in your life where your dad's issues affected you Mm -hmm. and like, in some way, like really made your childhood extremely rough and extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. God is sovereign over your Mm -hmm. life. And so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't leave you where you are. He comes in and he redeems what is broken. And so even if, let's say, even if I never overcome Mm -hmm. 
those ways of thinking or disciplining or speaking to them, which with God's help, I will. Like, I, I do believe that because he's promised me that in Christ, you know, I have power. But like, even if I were not to, he is sovereign. So I can't ruin, you know, I can't ruin them. I can't I break them, you know? So it's just, it's a freeing thing. And it's beautiful to see how he's done that and been faithful in your life too. Mm, yes. I mean, I'm just so thankful for him using my childhood. Like, like you said, I mean, it from like beauty to ashes to beauty or whatever. Is that the quote from beauty to ashes? <laughs> it, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. You make beauty from ashes. Thank you. Right? Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. And it is. And I feel humbled and I am, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. And I am, it, it truly is amazing that he is the God of redemption, that he can take something so gross, so distorted, so it's full of death and make it into life. Yeah. what he does. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, something, you know, I told you before we started recording that this is a topic that kind of comes up a lot on a show where I talk with a bunch of women because, you know, a lot of women have body image issues or grew up with diet culture or, you know, just are are realizing as adults, like what they're struggling with and God is helping them find freedom. And then Mm -hmm. their story is that they're helping other women through like their wellness, you know, um, Mm -hmm. programs or whatever it may be. But I'm curious, like from your perspective, Mm -hmm. what do you find? Like, what do you hear from your clients is that they are struggling. What do you hear they're struggling with and why is B tribal fit what you do? First of all, I don't even know that we've said what it is. So can you please (laughs) explain what it is? And then we can talk about like what, what what people find. So shortly after I was a photographer that I got, that I was doing photography full time, I went, like I told you, I went to my first group fitness class and it was right there that I was like, this is so much fun. I mean, all I had ever done was run. I would come home and grab my like eight pound weights and like curl 20 times and be like, done, (laughs) peace out. And so getting Mm -hmm. to these classes, I mean, I am telling you, I was like, this might be heaven. I mean, it was just like a really like crazy love for it. And I just started getting certified. I was like, I'm going to teach. And so I I've got certified in aerobics called body attack. And I got certified in body combat. And then I got certified in bar, cardio bar. And then I started realizing, oh my gosh, I really love creating. I love creating. I love finding music. I love creating workouts. And so the skinny on that, the short story on that is that I did get certified. And there is um, a wonderful gym just right up the road for me. They for some reason, which is not just for some reason, because God had be tribal fit on his mind, but there just weren't classes for me to teach up there. And I Mm. begged and I begged God for 10 years, please. I want to teach more. I would be on the sub list or I would, I actually got one Saturday morning class, which I just cherished. And of course it's a horrible time for my family on a Saturday morning, you know, just like, but I was like, Oh, I want to do it. So that was years of me. Another just awesome thing, you know, just that he's working in the waiting because I was begging him to allow me to be able to, mm. to teach more. Okay. So press pause on that. Press pause right there. I'm begging God to teach. Here's what has happened. Here's what's happening in my life. My big, strong fitness dad who idolized fitness and nutrition his whole life is has developed cancer multiple myeloma and so long story short on that one we had my sister and I took turns off and on 
driving him to Little Rock. It's about three hours away. She would spend a week with him. I would spend a week with him. She would spend a week with him. And it was in during that time of the hardest times of bawling my eyes out, leaving my family week after week. I was reading the book, Anything by Jenny Allen and Emotionally Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. I was having time in the car alone with the Lord to hear from the Lord, to study God's word, to read books that like Jenny Allen's anything, if y'all have not read that, and even her new book made for this, it really talks about that you do have a purpose, that God did make you special, that you have gifts to give the world that no one else does. And just to find that and how to find that. And so, I mean, my wheels were turning. We got my dad through chemo and I came back from that whole year, met with my mentor and and she and another friend were at her house one day and I spent five hours hashing through my passion for fitness. I think I'm done with photography. I'm ready to move on. I can feel the Lord stirring in my life. I really want to lead more fitness. Have I said that I really love to encourage people in fitness? I mean, it was just like, yeah. and we spent five hours and we left there having literally birthed be tribal fit. And so for a solid year, I met with my mentor and her neighbors and I worked them out in their driveway. And then I met with other women in the community, working out them and their groups. And I was slowly started getting more phone calls to travel like an hour away and into other States to lead. And I just could have, obviously I was like, I just can't do that. I'm a mom. And I'm, you know, I actually, yeah. Yeah. So it was right at the beginning, I want to say of 2017, when my husband, who is, you know, is realizing, wow, we might have a thing here. We might be having another business. <laughs> my yeah. wife just keeps creating businesses. He, he just said, well, what if we recorded your workouts that you're creating? I mean, they're not anyone else's workouts. You make these up. You are making up boxing workouts and you're making up yoga and you're, you know, or you're using yeah. all of the your group fitness certifications, let's just record these and see what happens if we put them on a subscription website. And I was like, Oh my gosh, but I want to do this for free. It's because I love it so much. Oh, right. right. Creative problem. Yes. So 2017 is when we started the subscriptions and catching you, catching everyone up to speed. Now, 2019, I have, I mean, I'm probably pushing 250 workouts that are on this website that have workouts for women who, you know, just are nervous and don't really know where to start. I've got intro to fitness. I've got really lighter workouts, Pilates, yoga, bar. Uh, I've got a whole section of cardio, boxing and aerobics, and then a whole slew of interval training and hit workouts, high intensity interval and AMRAPs and EMOMs. And I mean, it's just in a whole section for kids. Got to get those kids moving. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. And I'm, oh my gosh, do you have two girls? Yeah. And one of them, they both love working out. They will do the workouts with me. It's under kid workouts. (laughs) Well, I, you know, when I get on, I'm just like, I'm in such a, I'm like, okay, they're watching a show. I got to get to my thing really quickly. So then, and honestly, I mean, just, it is so fun. The mamas can do those workouts with them and it gets yeah, them moving. So, and cool. so that is, so basically that's just a little chunk of what be tribal fit is. We also have, so that is, am I allowed to say it's $12 a month? Is that, am I allowed of to course, say that? Yeah. Okay. So that is, you know, paid subscription. I come out with the fun thing. You're like, what all these workouts? I come out with five to seven new workouts every single month so that you don't get bored. And that you actually are excited at the start of each month to have these new workouts yeah. and on the homepage. We have a, 
an entire monthly schedule that you can follow. So the women that are on there that are like, mm-hmm. I just need someone to tell me what to do. You know, you can hop yes. on there and just yes. click and you're like, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Right. I need my lightweights. I need my resistant bands. This is, I'm going to do some cardio. And so it's yeah. all there. I've been subscribed for, I don't know, a number of months now, but I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not just saying that I really love it because I am a group. I'm also someone that really likes group fitness, but as you said, in the season of motherhood, some days it's really just not going to happen. Like I'm not going to be able to squeeze it in it. When you think about it, getting to the gym, paying for the childcare, let's not even talk about the the cost of childcare is at some places in Kansas City, $6 per kid per hour. So that's $12 just for me to go one time in addition to my membership, you know, and it's like, that is just, I'm sorry. It's just too much. I can't justify, you know, that extra $50. I'm not even working. (laughs) I'm working out, but it's like, you know, so anyways, like there's just so many things in our way and having something on my computer that is... I've done other things. Like I've been on, I've been subscribed in the past to Beachbody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't, it wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. I think that what is really cool and unique about like the Beach Rebel Fit is that it just feels like you are in a group <laughs> with your friends yeah. doing a workout cool. in your living room. Like it yeah. just feels more like down to earth, more real. It's very raw. I mean, I'll have... yeah. But not in a bad way, like not in an unprofessional way. Like they're really good workouts and genuinely I'm like sweating in my living room and I'm just, I'm way too group motivated that I would ever do that by myself. Yep. Oh man. You know, I need other people. And my goal, I would say my goal is, you know, as far as the workouts, just to make them fun and effective. I mean, I was through my years of, I mean, I was, I, I didn't even say all my years of having to do gymnastics. I just was in a lot of forceful athletic upbringing mm-hmm. situations that fitness just, it wasn't, it wasn't even fun. There was no, yeah. it's just, I saw my goal, fun, effective, cheap workouts that you won't get bored with. You can do them from your home. You can take them to your gym. You can bring your computer to the, you know, to your driveway and invite your neighbors or bring them into your living room. You can um, mirror these workouts through a smart TV onto your big screen at your house and, I do that too. And when I do, the girls always join in for at least the first Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. And then they're like, okay, I want a snack. So yeah. I love it. So yeah. So there is that side of be tribal fit. And then there's this really, really sweet tribe community and that, so the website is just be tribal fit.com B T R I B A L fit.com. And then my online community is tribes.betribalfit.com. And it's, uh, you would love it. Your little sister, Joe is on there. Yes. What a doll. He's mentioned that to me. I, I have not joined one, but I'm, I think I'm probably at that point that I would like to. And you can hop on there and just, I mean, we're doing a challenge right now called the believe it challenge believing in yourself and believing in your tribe and believing that be tribal fit will work if you stick with it. And there are women, I mean, we're, we're kind of in a fun little series of be tribal for right now that we're just posting pictures of our, at the time we did work out. So that is our ca- accountability, whether it's your weight yeah. or your sweaty face or your dog laying on your yoga mat because he won't get off mm-hmm. it. So that's really fun. We just, I, so I have a big tribe network, but then we've also broken it down into um, I really need to get a Kansas City tribe, but we have lots of stay-at-home mom tribes, a tribe for women who are 45 to 60, and a teacher tribe. And I mean, you name it, we've got we've got yeah, all of them, really cool. young adults, and that's that's the most life-giving part of this whole thing. I mean, I was actually kind yeah. of in a grumpy mood the other day. I was like, I've got to go film, you know, like I just knew that's what I needed. That was my outlet. Yeah. 
but really I will hop on to that tribe community network that we've got going. And I mean, I just need to grab the tissues because women will say, I've never loved working out. You make it go by so fast. I can't believe that story you told us about your rooster, you know, like, just like we are, (laughs) we're getting double the workout because we're basically laughing through the whole time. And yeah, anyways, I loved the Taylor Swift bar. That was really fun. Bar workout, all Taylor Swift music was really fun. So fun. Okay. So the model of business you've built is a really hard model to build. I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never built a subscription (laughs) model business, but from what I hear, it seems that it's really challenging from a lot of angles, Mm -hmm. you know, one, because you have to make the subscription like affordable enough that people want to stay on and they're not going to quit it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, look at Netflix Mm -hmm. or whatever, like Amazon prime, something like that. Like people want to really, it's almost insane. The amount of value that people expect to get for their money. Oh, right. Like, would you say it's crazy? Oh, absolutely. It's $12 a month. I could spend that at a coffee shop for one hour with a drink and a muffin, you know, I mean, so it's crazy, but how have you done that? And what are like the, some of the hurdles you've overcome, the things that you've been through with that business? Yeah, that whole business style. Well, I can honestly say that this is probably where we need to introduce, he's not here, but Finley Robinson into the scene. <laughs> Ladies, I've married a very smart technical man. He honestly, like he'll just be at any given time flipping, like going through his phone and um, he's looking at all the latest technology things or things that are happening in the world. Like he's just so, he's real handsome, but he's kind of nerdy. I mean, he just really loves (laughs) to figure out things. He actually created Mm -hmm. my photography website from scratch Wow. So, I mean, there is, you have to actually try to, I mean, it would take me, I would never be able to do it. And so uh, I cry again, but just like, you know, partnering up with someone that God knows that you need is just, it's so important. So cool. Yeah. You probably weren't expecting me to cry on this, on this answer, but um, (laughs) I cannot do it without him. And I also, I mean, we started with kind of a hokey pokey little, little site. Uh Uh-huh called Vimeo. And then we've moved over to a bigger, real legit website. And he's actually got a whole app in process now working with a company to help get an app, which is so exciting. I am, as you just, I'm sure that you can already recognize I'm not super administrative. And so I have my, I have an admin Erin who handles, she thrives in it. And as long as I give her enough, enough, enough time to get things done, it's her passion. And so I have, I've got Finley, I've got Erin. Um, she handles like just any like credit card stuff that happens. And she'll, I'll say, here's the email for the week. And I just am like, and I write it and I type it. And then (laughs) she gets it all laid out. And I'm like, this is amazing. She's made bullet point, you know, points out of it and attaches links. And so I have, I have a good team. And I think that Mm -hmm. I'm probably about to hire someone to help me just with our tribe community over there. There's a lot of ladies to connect with and a lot of stories to be told. And I'm not the tech guru, but I I appreciate the gifts of the people who are, and I see the hard work. I mean, I, I still currently edit all of, I video my own videos. I put them together on the video timeline and it is my sweet husband who comes in He'll put words on him and he's got a full-time job. He'll put words on him. I see him mm-hmm. pull up this one screen with a bajillion different numbers 
of mm-hmm. resizing and the numbers it takes to get it to the website. I'm, I honestly, I almost failed yeah. like college algebra. Like I just, I, I'm just not good not with numbers, numbers sister. And so anyway, yeah. surround yourself with awesome people that, that you need. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, it is really important to recognize your, your strengths mm-hmm. and not try and do, obviously in the beginning when you're starting mm-hmm. out, you kind of are, I mean, yeah. you wear all the hat, but as mm-hmm. soon as you can afford to really kind of offload those things that are your weaknesses, oh. I think you just see yourself really get to that next level. Oh. And I just recently did that with like accounting uh-huh. and bookkeeping. Ooh. I was like, I'm just not going to pretend like <laughs> I understand how to code things in QuickBooks. Like I'm faking this and this is probably illegal. So I've got to get someone in here. So I'm joking. I mean, I was, I was doing okay. It was not great, but well, and Rachel Hollis will say, do you listen to her some of her stuff? I mean, Oh, I used to. Okay. Well, she, she has said something that was just encouraging to me that it does take that team team. It takes the entrepreneur, it takes the creative person and it takes the admin to kind Uh of make a team flow and work. Yeah. There yeah. are days where I'm, I'm drowning. I'm absolutely drowning. I'm only, I'm not drowning in the work I need to do. I'm drowning in the creative ideas I have to do. I have to yeah. check off my list. And the one thing that my husband has said that is always, he says two things, stay in your wheelhouse, stay focused, <laughs> do the things yeah. that are most important today. I mean, he will look at me in the face mm-hmm. and grab, you know, put his hands on both sides uh-huh. of my face and just say, just work on the things that are the most important for you to do because I will be, like you said, 15 hats going, arms flailing, mm-hmm. trying, not mm-hmm. exactly finishing the things that need to be done because this side or the other. So yeah. Yep. Creative people struggle with that sometimes <laughs> too. And doing the actual next thing and not just like something that you know is on the list somewhere. That's what I do all the time. And then I'm like, well, didn't get any of the things done I needed to today. And then I'm mad. (laughs) So it's like, my husband's really good at refocusing me as well. As far as like creating, creating a community, Mm -hmm. how, like, how have you done that? Like, has it just been organic growth or have you run ads somewhere? Or like, how have you gotten people to find out about you, to join, to stay engaged? Um, Like, yeah, I, I will add that there's so many little characteristic tests to take out there. And so the Clifton Strength Finder has told me when I took it that I'm an activator and I'm a connector. And so I love, I don't know how I've done it since I was tiny. I would have a friend on the left and right. And I'm like, y'all got to meet each other, you know? And so then I'm like, then they are connected. And I was going to say something like, and then they leave me for each other. But, you know, but I feel like there are so many different seasons of life where I can look back and I, you know, just my, my loving to encourage, that's the activator part and getting people going and sharing the, the reasons why and what's your motivation, which is something that we might be able to talk about a little bit, but I do love to connect. Like I'm, connect people. And honestly, I haven't, I really haven't done lots of marketing with it. It's been very word of mouth, mouth. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which is sweet. It's bravery of these women to reach out into their community, their neighborhood, their, um, their office, their, if they're teachers into the, you know, into their school and say, I need accountability. I would, do you want to work out with me? I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have, I've I've just met one of my dearest buddies just by saying, you want to work out with me? I mean, are meeting them, just taking, mm-hmm. being aware of your surroundings and the people that are in your life every day and reaching out to them and not being scared to get your hands messy in a little bit of their life. And I think that I have planted those seeds in my tribe leaders. I have about 
30 tribe leaders right now that, and when I say that we're all in this tribe community, it's just that they will lead smaller tribes Mm -hmm. within the season of life of the women that are, if women want to be in a smaller one. So yeah, super brave tribe leaders to reach out and get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. It's really awesome. So you're talking about like you, you just mentioned the motivation, like what, 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 what were you kind of getting at there? We're all different. All of our fit levels are different. Our metabolism, our DNA, our upbringings are different. And so when I, when you read me this question, I loved it because I was like, oh, I'm getting a little snippet into Haley. And I really love to, I really love that. So, okay, well, first I'll read the question and then I'm going to qualify it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've already mentioned McDonald's once in this interview (laughs) and everyone is going to think all I do is eat McDonald's. Okay. So I said apathy versus anxiety about our bodies and fitness. How do we do this well? And is there still room for McDonald's ones <laughs> and asking for a friend? Okay. The qualifier is that I'm 12 weeks pregnant. So I've had like, so I've, you know, for the last, well, for the first two oh my gosh. months. You're going to have yes. three. Girl number three. Oh, you already know what the girl yes, I do. I, I took an early test at home, like a gender deal called sneak peek. What in the universe? I'm so old. I know. <laughs> I know. An at-home blood test. You prick your oh. finger, you send it into the lab. It's crazy. So hopefully it's accurate. We'll find out in about eight weeks. But <laughs> Hey, that happened to me. I don't want to scare you. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? Either way. Either way. But yeah. So, you know, the first eight weeks, I was just feeling terrible. I mean, really the first 10, 10 11 weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm just like out. not wanting to move. So tired. So drained. Like nauseous all day, even though I was taking a pill that was supposed to help. I, I mean, it takes the edge off, but it didn't, you know, so I just was in like a slump and it was cold out. So that was just not great for me, but I am feeling like myself feel now. I'm feeling more normal. And you know, like I feel better when I don't eat McDonald's. So I don't eat McDonald's very often, but I would like, I probably, we probably go there once a week and I'll get my girls happy meals. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get food, sometimes I don't. But I guess my point is like, I've never been one of those people that can just be like, I'm just not like a whole 30 person. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want to have a long-term something that I can, that is sustainable where I'm not just like being super legalistic. Cause the second I be legalistic with myself, I'm like, well, how can I break that rule? I'm going to break it. You know, don't tell me what to eat. Even if it's myself telling me, I'm like, you don't tell me like, I'll do whatever I want. So I guess it's just, you know, it's hard because then too, like on the flip side, if you don't ever think about how many vegetables am I actually yes. eating, have I had you a salad, giggle. Uh-huh. you know, like if you don't ever think about that, then you're not going to feel good. You're not going to be at your peak. You're not really taking care of your body. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just a, that balance that a lot of us are like struggling to know like what is right. And there's also so many voices telling mm-hmm. us the right way to do it. And mm. you should do keto or you should do whole 30 or you should um, measure your macros or whatever. And I'm just, it's too much for me. So then I go just to the apathy side. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> screw all that. I'm just going to not think about it. But then if I do that for too long, then I have anxiety and I'm mm. like, oh, I got to do something. So I think it's so fun to watch your face while you're saying this, that they could, you're just so <laughs> real and so cute. And you are every, oh, every woman is this. And it, I don't, Laughing because it is all of us. I mean, no one is free of these thoughts. We are all. Oh, yeah. Those are great questions. And thank you for sharing that. 
I don't know where the question is, but I'm just asking like, what, what do you, what have you found that like helps you in that balance and that walk? Well, I mean, I will say there's a few things. Another book I truly love called finished by John A. Cuff. Y'all need to read it or listen to it. And he talks a lot about finishing goals and this made up unicorn called perfection that mm-hmm. will sneak in and tell you you're a failure even before you start. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, you have to know, you have to be real with yourself and know where am I? I mean, if I'm going to start a fitness program, where am I honestly, what is going to be the best for me? And so to that woman, I say, go press play on my website with the intro to fitness. I'm just going to talk to your heart. I'm just going to teach you technique and we have a little bit of workout and that's it for the day. You know, at least you showed up, yeah. you know, the 80% of it is just, showing up some other things. So, and knowing and recognizing that you will be entering the fitness scene and your fitness journey, it's not going to be like anybody else's. And just a side note, there are things I strive horrible at fashion. I mean, like in going shopping, I don't like it. I mean, some women are like, that's nuts, you know, but that's my thing. I'm not even, okay, this is going to tell you, I'm not even that great of a cook. I mean, dad and Harrison didn't teach me how to make any casseroles or, you know, anything like that. I don't, I know myself enough that I don't count my calories and I don't weigh myself. I do not do numbers. I, I struggled with numbers in high school. I know that that's a weakness for me. That's where I'm going to find my failure and my worth. And I'm like, angst Mm -hmm. out on all that. So two things, you know, I think as far as the apathy goes, it's just, it's the woman that comes to the table that is like, I just don't have an interest. I don't have an interest in shopping. I just don't have an interest. And honestly, my enthusiasm on a scale of one to 10 is like a negative 10. So I don't, (laughs) I am like, you know, I get it. I want, I want women to know, I understand. I understand the one who needs it for the mental release, um, for those happy endorphins. And that's what I'm trying to get everybody is to realize not only in your journey that exercise and fitness is a gift and that, yes, we are called to steward our bodies, but you don't have to go gangbusters on it. You do what's right for you. You start with, I'm going to work out. Okay, Brooke, I'm going to press play on these things twice a week, you know, and we have that five day schedule that you might want to make a goal or not. Like just, it's just getting you moving. Okay. So I would say for the person with the apathy that, you know, you need your motivation. And John Acuff says there's two, you are either motivated by fear or you are motivated by reward. And so let's start on the reward. Like if you're motivated by reward um, and you love to shop, um, first take me with you, but if you, you know, teach me your ways that maybe you set your goal to be, I'm going to work out for two weeks. And at the end of this two weeks, if I do three workouts each week, I'm going to go buy, fill it in. For me, it'd probably be a tank top. I'm going to go buy this tank top. So you have to find your why. You have to find Mm -hmm. in discovering your motivation, finding your why. Okay. So you were motivated by reward. You can also, and I think you can be motivated by both, but the other side is being motivated by fear. I don't want to have bad posture when I'm 50. I don't want to have high blood pressure. I want to be able to work out with my grandchildren someday you know, and then you, so you just have to find, I always tell people just to spend some time finding your motivation, get a journal and write those things down. Mm-hmm. And your other, your other word was anxiety. People will enter the fitness scene because it, maybe they don't want to work out because maybe they're nervous, uneasy, you know, just feeling that, and I had said this before, 
but the villain of um, finishing goals, the villain in life, just just call it the villain in life, is perfection. It's that we have this made up ideal for ourselves that says, okay, if I don't look a certain, I'm going to do these workouts for three months, but if, or I mean, basically it's just starting, like you may have plans to start your workout tomorrow, but then something happens and you can't, well, then you just were like, well, I might as well not even do it because kind of all or nothing. All or nothing. I mean, there's those people that they don't realize that fitness is a marathon, not just a sprint. I mean, my most, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to instill in my ladies' lives, a healthy lifestyle and not yeah. just a diet, not just a fat, right. not just, right. I want, I want to change your heart. I want to reprogram. I want to reprogram the yeah. reason why you're doing fitness and I want to make it fun because it can be, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally identify with that and think that is like, that's probably why I like the feel mm-hmm. because it isn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's not like a punitive, like you need to go work out really hard so you can have a hamburger or Mm -hmm. something like, and I used to think that way. Like when I trained for a half marathon before kids, I would run, you know, do my like eight or nine mile run. I was like, Oh, I can eat whatever I want because (laughs) you know, nothing affects me because I just ran nine miles. And it's like, that's all well and good when your knees aren't hurt and you can do that. But like, what about when you have two kids and you're pregnant and you don't have time and you physically aren't capable anymore of that, then what does that mentality, what does that way of thinking do to you and mean for you? Well, it actually means you're kind of like hopeless. Mm -hmm. You're out of luck because you're holding food as the, you know, like I I can only have this if, but I can't do all of that. So, and there's always guilt and shame and it's just like, you know, so that isn't really a healthy long-term way of thinking Mm -hmm. while it works for us when we're young or it works for us in different seasons, it doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. And so but I, then I think, you know, like you said, it's easy to go to the other side of, okay, well, then I just don't care what I eat. I'll eat whatever I want and I won't even mm-hmm. think about it. And I don't think that's really right either mm-hmm. because that's treating our bodies like they're not gifts that God has given mm-hmm. us and storing them well, like you said. Yeah. So just grace, you just grace, 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 grace on yourself, on the, on the season of life you're in. I'm so proud of you for even... I just am proud of, I'm proud of you just, and I'll use you as an example that even fitness is even on your, on your mind or keeping your body healthy. Cause I think that's kind of just half the battle also. And that you are, man, the season of life you're in right now, it is, it's super tough to try to get those workouts in. But I also mm-hmm. just want to encourage women. Like sometimes they'll, they'll go to my website and they'll, they'll look at a workout or see one and they, they don't realize that you can just press play for 10 minutes, you know? So just get yeah. your body yeah. moving a few days a week. Yeah. Let that be your goal. Not that you got to break a huge mm-hmm. sweat. It doesn't, people don't realize it doesn't take that much doesn't take yeah. an hour or two hours yeah. to get that five days a week. I mean, I just want make it your goal for three for 20 minutes, you know, or yeah. so yeah. you're doing great. I'm really proud of you. Oh, well, thanks. It's so sweet. I am. I'm so grateful for what you're doing that you are really like stepping out there in mm-hmm. faith uh, and doing what God has given you and gifted you with. And I, I mean, it's, it's evident. It's really evident that he's using it. So way to go. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is, <laughs> I love you. sharing about it and I just feel honored that you would want to hear about it and want to, and want to share this with others. So yeah, go God. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Where can people find you online and learn more about Be Tribal Fit? Thank you. Uh, you know, Instagram is just Be Tribal Fit at Be Tribal Fit. I do have a Facebook business business page, and it's the same Be Tribal Fit. So. Okay. There, there are three links in that Instagram bio. One will take you to the website. Okay. One will take you to the tribe community. And one will actually take you to our new apparel and merchandise. So um, oh, those are cool. kind of fun. Sweet. And, and I'm, I'm going to put the other link of our podcast on there too. So they'll be able to hear that as well. Perfect. I'll link it over awesome. to you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Brooke. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. I love it. this. And I'll be praying for you. So I said at the beginning that this was one of my favorite episodes, and I wasn't kidding. And as I thought about why I liked it so much, I, I realized that it's because this, this story is not just Brooke's story. It is so many of our stories. So many of us are given gifts and uh, set on fire to run with something that God has just lit in our hearts, um, and or maybe it's a skill or an endeavor that we just know we should be pursuing. And often we see with such clarity for other people um, how we can serve them or what our gifts are good for. And, and not always, but a lot of times we're just so motivated because we see how we can be effective in the kingdom. But what I love about how God uses those gifts is often it is not simply for the benefit of others, but actually for our own freedom that he gives us that particular gift and gives us a story and trials to overcome that actually enable us to then run on mission and serve well and effectively and um, and benefit his entire kingdom. So I see that so clearly in Brooke's story, but I also see that in my story and I see that in so many of the stories of women that I've interviewed and I bet you see that in your story too. So I, I think that's why I love this is just the clarity with which you can see that that God is so evidently redeeming the broken places of her past for his glory and her good. And he's multiplying that good to the hundreds and hundreds of women that Be Tribal Fit is impacting. So I strongly encourage you to check out Be Tribal Fit. And I'm not getting paid to say this. Um, Brooke is not paying me to run an ad. I am just from, you know, the honesty of my own experience telling you that it is an amazing way to get a workout in and also find a community of encouraging women um, that we can often feel isolated from as moms that are home with our kids or, you know, not able to make it to the gym or a workout class that we want that day. If you're in a season where you're feeling like you're not hitting the gym as much as you wish you could or um, being as committed and consistent with being, you know, physically active, then uh, Be Tribal Fit might be a great fit for you. And it's just 12 bucks a month. So you can learn more by going to BeTribalFit.com. All right, guys, uh, that's it for today, and I will talk to you next week on Kindled. We're going to be chatting with Stephanie Gass, the host of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Stephanie's going to share how she went from being a top network marketer to completely changing careers and redefining her life, and uh, this is a really awesome episode as well. So look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Until then, be sure and find me on Instagram at HaleyWilliams.Kindled. Leave a review on the podcast app if you haven't done that and be sure and click subscribe so you get these episodes in your podcast app every week automatically without thinking about it you don't need one more thing to remember just click subscribe and they'll come to you every week when they publish thanks guys i'll talk to you next week